Welcome, you lovely mob, to episode 144 of Near Perfect Pitch. Well, I can tell you quite confidently that this week's episode is brought to you by James Broad, the king, yes, the king of power pop, and uh, Silver Sun and the Dark Chocolate Liebnitz. Uh, loads of new releases, all the regular special features that you can expect from Near Perfect Pitch, including Obligatory Fall, Ah, oh, Hat Trick, Tune This, Weekly Peel, uh, a new release hat trick, Essential Wax, etc., etc., Let's kick things off, however, with a bit of supergrass. Too easily Let 
we fall apart and take our leave You and I We're not made to last forever The stormy ground is what we've built upon Dignity requires that I do And there's no work that can't be done That doesn't need me broken up Afraid of falling for you and this is done Though I try, I can't get myself together At least that's how it feels when I'm apart from you If I just hide Sleep it off forever Dreamer, dreamer How things could have been Truth is changing every day I think we're moving closer still But now you're backing up again Do you play hard to get? That's the latest single from Brooklyn's Pale Lights, palelights.bandcamp.com to follow them. Very evocative of uh, Mr. Lloyd Cole there, methinks. And before that, kicking things off, Lose It, Supergrass, their seventh single from 95, a limited sub-pop coloured, seven inch, no less. Don't do this very often, but uh, we're going to go straight into uh, a special feature. We're going to get straight into the uh, Essential Wax feature, which is brought to you each and every week by our, by our chums at Everything Indie Over 40, a great, great musical community. Tips, tricks, polls, questionnaires, banter, social media extraordinaire, a great musical community. Join them. And let's talk about this week's Essential Wax. You're going to get two in a row right now from the Wirral's Hooten Tennis Club. It's their WLP from 2015, highest point in Clifftown. Let's kick things off with Bad Dream Breakdown on St George's Mount.
Hooton Tennis Club. What a band. You just heard two in a row of this week's Essential Wax, which is highest point in Clifftown from 2015. On Heavenly Records, they've had two LPs, eight singles, and they are now on an indefinite sabbatical, which is a real shame. The album was produced by Bill Ryder-Jones, co-founder of the immense The Coral from Liverpool. And... Uh, they're just from across uh, across the Mersey in the Wirral, our Hooton Tennis Club. Anyway, get into them. And uh, that is brought to you by our chums at Everything Indie Over 40. Moving on with the programme. Let's go back to 1986, shall we? And here's something by the Bodines. <laughs>
Jealous God. There from London, that's their debut single from 1990 on Rough Trade Records. That's the 12-inch version of Prey. And before that, Heard It All by the Bodines, their second single from 1986. Now it's time for something new from an old band, if you like. The Flatmates have got a new album out. And here's a song off the album, which is, as I say, brand new and is self-titled after all these years. She's so bad for you. She's so bad for you.
lovely stuff from Los Angeles. That's the Francine Odysseys off the new What If I Were Wrong EP. And that's a tune called Silver Lake. And before we heard Silver Lake, we heard the Flatmates with something new. Also, She's So Bad For You off the brand new and self-titled LP. Odd to have a self-titled LP this uh, far into their career. Uh, but uh, it is as such localunderground.co.uk slash album slash the hyphen flatmates. Time for another year's, another special feature. It is now time for uh, this week's hat trick. And usually there is a theme. Well, more often than not, but uh, this is a lazy one. It's just a simple new release hat trick, starting with this brand new stuff by Baxter Jury. Thunder and I'm sure that it's for me 
the new and self-titled EP. That's the golden age of TV from Leeds, from my birthplace. And that's a tune called Sway. That's a third of three in this week's hat trick. And you can uh, look them up at facebook.com slash TGAOTV. In betwixt one and three was coffee and cigarettes by the Snuts off the new mixtape EP, thesnuts.co.uk. And kicking off the hat trick, I'm Not Your Dog by Baxter Jury, son of Ian, off the new and sixth LP, night chances i'm not no sir i'm not your dog so said k by the field mice up next Oh, 
stellar stuff that from new york with a lead track to the new agit prop alterna lp their second lp that's peel dream magazine with a tune called pill peel dream magazine.bandcamp.com and before that the field mice their fourth single from 1990 a tune called so said k now we're gonna hear some cocteau twins why because they're utterly fantastic <laughs> Thank you. 
there you go that's this week's weekly peel from june actually june the 8th specifically 2001 that's uh, hard to explain by the strokes that fulfills our weekly peel obligation and before that from 1990s heaven or las vegas their sixth lp proper that is Cocteau Twins with a Road, River and Rail, a thing of immense, immense beauty. Now it's time to hear something by uh, an outfit entitled Honey Lung. It's off their upcoming new EP, Postmodern Motorcade Music, due on uh, the 29th of May via Big Scary Monsters. <laughs> Everything to everyone 
off the new and fourth LP, The Joy of the Return, that's the Slow Readers Club from Manchester and Killing Me. And before we heard Killing Me by that lot, we heard Honey Lung, and that's a teaser track for their new EP post, Modern Motorcade Music, out at the end of the month. That's Juggle that we just heard there. Now it's time for our obligatory fall ah oh, track. And this week, a bit of a departure, actually. Not so much a fall song, but a song with Marky e. Smith featured in it. Where's North from here?
Shepenzela. Comparable teenage fan club from the 1995 epic Grand Prix on Creation Records. 
Don't Look Back, preceded by uh, Off 2010's Plastic Beach, that's Gorillas featuring Marky Smith with a tune called Glitter Freeze. Now, the latest single by Lovers. yourselves in for this week's tune this she comes in the fall in spiral carpets It's 
this week's Tune This. In Spiral Carpets, a single from 1990, the original version appears on their 1990 debut, Life. That is the 12-inch version of She Comes in the Fall. Before that, Lovers with two L's. The Lovers. Latest single, Facebook.com. We Are The Lovers is the way to keep track of them. And that's Feeling Sound that we heard. Now, over to uh, another new release, Generation Game by Lounge Society, a brand new single on the Speedy Wonderground label, followed closely by Luna doing some Mercury Rev in this week's Cover Me, some car wash hair. But in the interim, here is Generation Game by Lounge Society.
That's this week's Cover Me, that's Car Wash Hair, as done by Luna, originally done, of course, by Mercury Rev, of 2017's A Sentimental Education LP. And before that, Lounge Society with Generation Game, brand new single on the Speedy Wonderground label. Next up, brand new single from the tireless Super 8, trip8.bandcamp.com. This particular tune is entitled Wait It Out. A one, two, We gotta flush it out We've gotta hope our mass Wait for the stuff to pass We gotta sit this out We gotta shake it out Now's not the time to roll We gotta stay at home One fine day we're gonna meet again you won't find day when we can feel again Come that day we all can heal again Fill our lungs and help us breathe again All breathe again Breathe again We gotta wait this out We gotta flush it out We gotta hope for mass Wait for the storm to pass We gotta sit this out We gotta work it out Now's not the time to roam We gotta stay at home We won't find a day we're gonna meet again You won't find a day when we can feel again
2018, that's She Makes War, Paper Thin Direction of Travel, the name of the song, featuring Tanya Donnelly on vocals, She of Belly, and uh, Throwing Nooses, of course. And before we heard Paper Thin Direction of Travel, we heard Wait It Out by Super 8, Stay at Home, which is what I hope you're doing. Uh, I hope that you're abiding by all the uh, the rules and regulations and that you're all safe and healthy and as well as humanly possible. It is a tricky situation to say the least. I'm going mental with cabin fever. After the programme I'm going to go and sit on the front step with a coffee and that's my equivalent of jetting off to the Bahamas. That's the reality that we all face. Anyway, I hope you're doing as well as possible. It gives you lots of time to listen to music, I suppose, and gives you lots of time to perhaps suggest uh, that people listen to the the, uh, the podcast that is near perfect pitch. I'd be very grateful if you could pass that on for me. Right, a couple more songs before we get into our interview feature with James Broad, the king of power pop, Silver Sun, etc etc now let's hear something from manchester's blanket man with their latest offering facebook.com slash blanket man band here's the long arm of entrapment 
went from Manchester to Toronto in that last set. That was Toronto's away forward. That's away is an A-W-A-Y forward. That's off this year's Catching the Sun, their second LP. And that's a tune called Hideaway. Before that, uh, Manchester's Blanket Man with their latest. And that's the long arm of Entrapment. Now, a double header of Silver Sun before we get into an interview with Mr. James Broad, which you will enjoy, I am telling you.
as I often do with artist interviews, I ask the artist themselves, what would you like to hear from your repertoire? And the last two songs were chosen by James himself and of 1998's Neo Wave, we are dead end. And we kick things off with This and That off the self-titled debut from 1996. Over to myself and James for a chat, which I know you'll enjoy. And I'll be back to play one more song as chosen by himself to wrap up the programme before I trundle on my merry way. Enjoy. So, uh, are you in, in, in topness as we speak? Yes, that's right. And what's the, what's the current uh, familial situation there? Are you self-quarantining? What are you doing exactly? Um, well, because of my illness, I'm not going to go too much into that at the moment, but I can't, <clears throat> I can't go out too much. But I can go, um, you know, I mean, <clears throat> my, my wife works uh, at the hospital in Torbay here and my daughter's at school still, so um, I, I can't avoid them. So we're just sort of trying to, you know, walk the dog and stay away from too many people but it's pretty quiet around you know there's not a lot of people going out doing anything well i would expect it's it's, it's a quiet with all due respect part of the world in, in regardless isn't it topness but now it's especially quiet i would imagine yeah i mean there's a lot of um talk at the moment in um you know this part of devon and in cornwall with people saying <laughs> telling all the um people with second homes to to keep themselves up in london and not come down here for, for Easter and um, start buggering up the health system here, <laughs> you know. Um, so there's, I think people are quite angry about any tourists that are kind of coming down for the holiday. So we'll see how that plans out. Well, I find it quite staggering that, that people are thinking about doing anything extracurricular in the current climate anyway. It just the mind boggles, well, I it? Yeah, I mean, I do as well, really. I mean, there's, there's pictures on Twitter of people kind of surfing and at the beach and stuff. I just think, well, just for fuck's sake, you know, um, just think about everybody else and, and just, uh, you know, keep yourself to yourself. But, I mean, I, I know life has to go on, but, um, you know, people need to be a bit more uh, <coughs> thoughtful for others at the moment, I think, don't they? I would hope so. I'd hope so, but it's all incumbent upon some decent leadership. But we're not going to get into that debate because we could talk each other's ears off about that, I'm quite well, sure. Well, yeah, there is that. That's a, that's a whole different... Uh, whole different piece right there but uh, with, yeah. with regards to the current situation um um i've got uh, i've got a compromised immune system because i've got some kind of weird arthritis and my son has crohn's so we're being especially diligent and, and sealing ourselves yeah. selves off which which of course means that i've got all this uh extra time on my hands and getting a little bit of cabin fever and going through the, the to-do list that my wife has dutifully uh, supplied me with. What, what's yeah. it like What's it like in your house? Are, are you actually uh, having some time for yourself? Is it the catalyst for songwriting or are you just trying to keep your, your sanity within the, the, the confines of a regular nuclear family? Well, I mean, I've been, because of my, my business, you know, I, I do the t-shirt business. I don't know if you know. That, yes, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, that's only me and my colleague, and now we've, you know, he's been working full time for long enough that he knows basically what to do. So all I need to do is, <clears throat> I can get away with just going in and doing some, you know, dealing with the customer queries and stuff. And then I've kind of, because I've been going through lots of treatment, I've, I've tended to sort of leave at, at sort of lunchtime. And then I, the last week, I've been sort of here either having a snooze or, or kind of... I'm basically trying to put some songs together for a new kind of Spotify album. I mean, not, not, not like, you know, super finished, but like um, kind of demos that I can sort of now... Since I've got new, uh, you know, Logic Pro X and I've got some extra sort of gadgets and things and I've been working on that, you know, getting things sounding good. 
So I, I kind of um, been ticking around with all of those really, and, and thought, yeah, maybe I'll spend some time trying to trying to do that. But but apart from that, I just kind of you know watch TV, play Xbox, and, and try and not to go mad. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, you have a you have a, a a brother in me. I'm I'm trying to do the same thing. And music is my only salvation, really. Football's been mm. removed from the equation. So, well, yeah. So yeah, just, I mean, my daughter plays football every. Uh, you know, she's ten, and um, yeah, that that's uh, that's a big thing for her. Not not being able to do that as well. Or playing and watching both, absolutely. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, it's um, it's tricky. My my sister has Crohn's, <clears throat> and um, she is sort of. Well, I mean, she's sort of semi-carrying on, but she kind of, the other day she was telling me, oh, I completely forgot that I actually have a compromised immune system as well. So she sort of, she'd almost kind of not, not really been, um, been thinking about that. Well, hopefully she's on medicine that, that allows her to have some degree of normalcy in her life, and then you tend to forget about it if you've got a regular... Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm not sure exactly, but... Um, well, make yeah, sure yeah. she's looking after herself, because my, my son, I've pulled him out of work, and he's now... Uh, a part of the familial self-quarantine for at least the next two or three weeks, so we'll see how that pans out. Uh, yeah, yeah. But back to these songs that you were prospectively talking uh, about um, posting in their demo format, perhaps as a as a sound as a uh, Spotify playlist or what have you. Um, yeah. I'm, I've always been intrigued with the SoundCloud page, of course, because you've been uh, disclosing and sharing stuff there for quite some time. Um, yeah. Would would some of the the songs uh, that are showcased on the SoundCloud page qualify for this 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 prospective new little venture that you're thinking about yeah i mean i i, I kind of because initially i was thinking oh i won't bother doing any more kind of like album type things just because i'll just put stuff on soundcloud but then i kind of thought oh no it's quite nice to have a kind of a package of things and sort of make it a, a thing rather than sort of disparate bits and bobs so yeah so there'll there'll be some of those but i'm gonna i'm i'm gonna Oh, excuse me, I'm going to mess around with some of them because some of them need um, extra backing vocals and they need some more guitar and they need a bit of remixing and stuff. So yeah. I'm going to kind of have a bit of time working them up a bit because um, I'm not that great at um, finishing stuff. You know, I have to actually knuckle down and decide when something's finished, you know. But I, I, I do like to get stuff done quite quick and, yes. uh, and sort of leave it for a while and see whether it's any good, you know. Well, the SoundCloud's a wonderful environment for, for that, to showcase your wares and to gain some commentary from people that actually care. Um, yeah. There are, some, there are some unmitigated belters, belters on this uh, particular page, and it would be wonderful if they could uh, see light of day. I mean, there, there are chaps like me who have followed your career and, and, and think that they're completists. It's, uh, it's, one of those, it's one of those semi-tricky things to be a Silver Sun completist because of some of the releases um, being... Uh, well, yeah. Not, yeah, not, not, yeah. Un, not uniformly available. Um, no. But having said that, um, it's, it's, it's wonderful to trawl through some of these tracks and, and not so much track the genesis, but be, be a part of the process. So if some of these do come to fruition, it's always lovely to be a part of uh, being privy to some, some kind of demo or yeah. initial yeah. format. Are you, yeah. are, you, are, you, are you one of those people that trawls through your own comments and sees what people are talking about? Do you, do you actually take the time to do that? Well, kind of. I mean, I think generally people are um, quite... Well, no one, no one ever says, oh, that's a lot of crap. You know, people generally quite like stuff, you know. And I, the thing is, my... Um, well, I mean, I, I, I would say it, but I think my quality control is fairly hot. I mean, I've got so many songs 
the, on my computer, you know, I mean, like, the hundreds of things, but they're generally quite poor because I'll just start off on something and then think, oh, I'll spend a few days on it and then just go, oh, this is just dismal. Um, so there's a lot of stuff like that, but I'm quite good at knowing when they reached over the line, you know, and they're worth actually playing to people. So I think um, when I read what people say, I kind of think, well, yeah, I think they're probably on the right the right track. If someone says, well, this is absolutely awful, then I'd be like, well, you're probably wrong. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, you know. So I don't think I don't think it really lets it doesn't affect me really. I, but I do like to put stuff on there and have people say that they like it, you know, because when you're not actually doing it on stage or you're do, you're not doing it playing to anyone anymore, it is a nice occasionally just to get a bit of um, a top up of your uh, you know minimal ego. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, praise. Uh, we're a human being, so uh, I, d I don't abide by this nonsense where people suffer for their art and keep things a well-kept secret and then get discovered posthumously, what's the bloody point? I mean, take, take, take whatever accolade you can get, absolutely. Yeah, no, um, no, that, that's right. You know, I, I just, um, you know, I mean, mainly I, I, I haven't really, because I've been going through all this stuff, I haven't really had that much time for kind of writing <clears throat> new things, not for a while, but I'm slowly getting back into the swing of sort of thinking about, you know, finishing stuff off and actually... Playing, playing again, you know. Um, so that's good. Well, that, that's great for us fans as well. And is it uh, is it fair to say that uh, live wise, you've not played live as an outfit since the the sleeper support gig uh, at the end of uh, twenty seventeen? Well, um, I mean, we played um, we played at parties, like we played um, at um, Richard the drummer's fiftieth, uh, which was in. Uh, November, I think it was. So we did a little gig for his for his birthday. You know, we played in Hampton Court in this uh, this uh, pub and stuff. So we do stuff like that occasionally. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just um, well, it might happen again uh, that we do something like that. But it all kind of depends on how I am, really. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I really don't know what's going to happen in the next few years. I. I may not actually be here for a huge amount of time, so we'll have to just see um, <laughs> see what happens, you know. But uh, I hope so. I'm sure we'll play something. Well, I, I, I do hope so, selfishly. Um, um, and again, <laughs> and I, I don't mean to, to, to pry about your personal life. Of course, it, it is, in, is it intrinsically your, your prerogative to disclose what you wish to disclose. But there are a lot of people that care about you, James, and a lot of people that adore your music. I think I think that you know that. You're not... You're not uh, you're not too too humble enough not to recognise the fact that uh, if you were to release oh, a new I, album, there'd be a lot of people who'd be absolutely loving it. Yeah, no, I know, I know. I mean, I sort of, I, I sort of go between like when I sort of went off Twitter the first time and sort of got the sound, uh, put the stuff off SoundCloud. I kind of go sometimes. I just think, oh, I don't want to do this now, and then then I come back and think, oh, actually, I kind of missed this now, and I want to get back doing it again. You know. So I'm, I've always been a bit kind of like when we were touring and did Neo Wave and everything. I kind of the the, the pressure of doing all of that sort of stuff. After a while, it just was really grinding. You know, it was just a, awful. And so when it all kind of stopped, I was like, oh, thank thank God for that. And then we, you know, when we did kind of uh, disappear here and got back into it again, then that was good. So I kind of go sort of up and down. But I think now I'm back at a stage where I just like. I, I there's no pressure to do anything at all, so I, I just like to kind of bumble along. And I think the lack of pressure and 
the fact that you can just I, 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 I kind of think I know what I want to do yeah. and what sounds good in a kind of silver sun context without being too formulaic I think I can kind of I think I know what to do and, and do things that um, I'm happy with and I can keep on without getting into one of those kind of slumps you know absolutely and you'd mentioned that of course you've got hundreds of partially and semi and uh, otherwise completed uh, tracks on, on, on your hard drive. Um, mm. of, of all this unreleased material, that, that would, needless to say, be the source if there were any fruits forthcoming in terms of release that, that they are sitting on your hard drive right now. You, you would go well, back... Well, yeah, no, I mean, uh, what I mean is, like, that there's, there's a certain amount that could be made, that could be used, that are quite good. There's probably about... There's probably about two, maybe three at a push, like kind of, well, let's say maybe like, let's say 30 that are probably could be made into a kind of Spotify, Spotify album. So you do like three albums. Yes. But the rest, they, they, I don't reuse things because they're just not, you can't, if something's not working, you can't really re, I can't reuse it. I can't take a bit of one song and then say, I'm going to make that better. Gotcha. Because it just doesn't work. You, you bang your head against the wall. It's a bit like trying to write lyrics or something. You know, you've got a sheet of lyrics and you're trying to write a song. And if they're just not working, you, you, you can keep trying for ages and ages. And in the end, I just have to scrunch them up and throw them in the bin because the, you know when they're going to work. Something clicks, you know. You've got some connection with them or yeah. some kind of... It's just something about them. So with all the... All I mean is I've got lots of old songs, so it doesn't mean they're ever going to come out. They're, they're just the sort of... You can keep writing, but... The ones that are good, I know what they are, and there are enough there to do to, to have a few more things coming out. I think. So it seems you need some 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 sort of hard drive Darwinism to try and get the survival of the fittest. To, yeah, to, to, exactly. To, um, I, I was just wondering, did you, did you ever get your hands on that Orville uh, Les Paul? Um, well, I have a, a Greco Les Paul. Yeah, I thought. Um, you, I so thought, thought so you that's were... what that's what I use. Or what I have used until I bought a new Strat in January. Right. So um, that's what I've been using recently. But yeah, I've got a Greco Les Paul, Super. Um, which is sitting here opposite me, which has been very faithful in service. Marvelous, marvelous. And, and of course, you you were involved in the industry, um, and you've seen you've seen an awful lot in terms of what would be deemed the old the old music industry. You've you've lived through the metamorphosis of of the demise of the industry per se into the world of digital and. Uh, uh, you've you've seen quite an quite a lot. You've been you've been at a major label. You've witnessed a collapse. You've been gobbled up by the largest record company on God's green earth. Are, mm. are, are there any salient lessons that you've learned from from what could quite easily be referred to as a very sordid uh, mercenary industry at the best of times? Well, I don't know. I mean, we we were um, we're quite lucky. I mean, uh, we were allowed to do. I've given quite free reign, considering, you know, what some bands, I think, are really shoehorned into doing stuff. I think our, our manager was pretty good at um, working with Polydor to sort of um, keep us uh, free of too much, um, you know... Uh, White noise, I around suppose. From, ...from their end. Yeah. Um, but um, in terms of... In terms of um, Everything went quite well for the first album. Everything went really well. You know, we like we met Jeff for the cover, and you know that all went really well. And, yeah. and Nigel Godrich and the, the the sound of it all was it all went really well. You know, recording it was um, hard work. You know, because it was we really spent a long time getting it to sound the way it did. You know, even though it sounds kind of fuzzy and 
and rough. It, like some of the vocals took hours and hours and hours just per line. But I think um, um, uh, later on, then that's where it wasn't quite so easy. You know, I think my, my lesson would have been that I would have been much better to just stick with the same kind of uh, things we used for the first album. So I would have liked to have used Nigel Godrich again and kept kept Jeff doing all the artwork for, for Neo Wave and not gone to Brussels to record it, you know, kept recording it maybe even in a even a lower level than we did the first album, you know, kept it quite low key mm. and not spent quite so much money on it all and done not done all the stupid video shoots, uh, 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 the photo shoots that we did for it, most of which I don't think were ever really used, but we did all these things that were just not us, you know, they were, they were trying to make us into kind of more kind of rock stars and sort of, you know, that, that was partly one of the um, promotional guys at Polydor who sort of seemed to think that we were like, um, well, not the cars, but he, I, think, I think he thought we were kind of like a super cool kind of new wave band and wanted to try and make us look a little bit like that. And I don't know. It just, um, I wish I'd kind of pulled my, uh, put, my, put my foot down a bit more in the later part of our signed era yeah yeah i can see that i mean of course it was all a part of the process you can't go back and change it but uh, it, yeah. it's you've seen it all and and of course you've released things exclusively digitally you've done some regional releases of course um are you comfy with uh, let's just say hypothetically you have decided to, to 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 share some of your wonderful tunes with the rest of us and and, and make something available uh mm. are you comfortable in being the the entire machine of, of, of a pseudo new record company and, and commandeering something like that yourself digitally through a band camp or what have you, being able to take care of everything from, from, from soup to nuts, essentially? Well, no, I mean, I, I, all I do is, I mean, I put, I put stuff on, um, you know, Spotify and iTunes and whatever, but that's all. I, I, any, any more effort than that is just too much effort. It's too much effort. It's too much effort. So there's, I, I, I can totally understand that. I, I'm just, I'm just digging a little bit because I, I know, I know that uh, there are a lot of people out there, even in my immediate circles, who would just love, love some new material. And that's just being entirely greedy, of course. I mean, there's, there's, there's no two ways about it. And, and uh, well, I will put some. I, I am going to put this thing that I'm doing now on on Spotify at some point. It probably won't be too long because, like I say, I've got quite a bit of time coming up to spend. You know, and. Um, May as well make some money out of it while I'm I'm not actually in the office. So yeah, that's. Um, well, what about <clears throat> what about the only retentive amongst us who 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 love lossless audio only and want to be able to get your material in 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 the format that it's supposed to be heard in? You go to all these massive lengths to make a recording as it is with all the nuances of the recording process, and you chuck it onto Spotify, and, and you you're getting you you are still getting your audio compressed. It's not it's not being churned up. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really. Um, it's not something I worry that much about because. Oh, I do. Is, I have um, sleep. I have sleepless nights. I've got lots of issues. I mean, because the thing is, I don't. Um, when I'm recording stuff, I, I'm not a. Uh, I'm not a sonic purist. I just want it to have a good kind of feel and and sort of fit together. You know, I'm not. Um, yes. You know, I'm not. N nothing I do is very clear. <laughs> like. <laughs> Guitars are always really distorted, and like the vocals are always like I never remember what I've set my bloody compressor at or what microphone I've used. So I'm not, I'm really not. Um, I mean, everything I listen to these days, I listen to on my phone on Spotify anyway. So it's not, um, 
I don't think you're going to have any luck in that respect. I, I, I think it's just going to be um, the usual kind of level. I don't know whether... I mean, I try and upload it to Spotify at the higher audio level. So if you've got like a prime... Yes. premium to the subscription i think you can hear it at higher quality can't you yeah oh you you can you can but but nothing they haven't they haven't sort of ventured into the realms of lossless reproduction quite yet like yeah. t- like like tidal for instance right right just just a just a question purely selfish question because i have issues i try and get everything in lossless because i don't want to miss a single iota of what uh, of mm-hmm. what, what but but I, I understand your point of view implicitly now mm-hmm. um you alluded to the fact that that contemporary wise that you are listening to some 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 music what 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 uh, what would be on your playlist right right now what 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 contemporary wise or even uh, retro wise are you listening to to right now that's actually doing something for you um oh, i don't listen to a huge amount of um uh, what, what have i listened to i mean i can tell you exactly um what have i been listening to I mean, it's. Um, I tend to kind of stick stuff on my playlist here. Um, um, I mean, it's all the. It's all the. Um, it's all, uh, what have we got here? Okay, <clears throat> there's nothing new at all. There's just a whole load of old tracks that I've been listening to. Fair enough. Um, okay, so uh, there's a track called "Through and Through" by the Rolling Stones. Prince's version of Every Day is a Winding Road. Um, <laughs> Burning at Both Ends by Nick Kershaw. Carry by Cliff Richards. That is outstanding um, in itself. Brilliant. Um, some Eric B and Rakeem. Richie Havens. I mean, do you name it? Tiny Tim. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. I mean, there's a whole load of stuff here. I mean, I, I just listen to everything, really. Well, Tiny um, Tim to King Gizzard says it all, really. Uh, you've you've encapsulated the, the breadth of your musical taste in one fell swoop. That's that's. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you like if you like them, it's a bit like listening to Frank Zappa. You know, they, you never know what you're going to get. So I quite like them for that. Absolutely, absolutely. You never you you never have a clue what's forthcoming, and they're so prolific, aren't they? It's incredible. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So would you would you deem uh, as as we've talked about uh, the band in the past and and A uh, and R men and people trying to position you as X Y and Z would would you deem Silver Sun in the past of course when the music press was actually relevant of course it is is is, is slim slim to nil right now in terms of relevance uh, but but would you deem yourself uncategorizable because it was always one of those things when when I when I was buying your records and people say you know what are they like? And you, you're always asked, what are they like? And you always have to fumble for some kind of comparison. It's a necessary evil when you are talking to someone in terms of recommending music or answering a question you know, that, that you might be posed. Did you, yeah. did you deem yourself as uncategorizable? Because you'd be everywhere from, I mean, you got a five out of five in Kerrang for crying out loud, and then you're in smash hits. It's Yeah, I suppose so, but I don't know. Um, I mean, the, because I like a lot of, like disparate stuff. Um, I remember playing. Um, I remember when we were doing. Actually, it might be the second album rather than the first album. But I remember bringing in um, uh, Dog Man by King's X. I don't know if you ever heard that album. Yes. Um, but um, and I remember playing that to the NR man, saying, "I want it to sound like this," and he looked completely bewildered. So I think it was. Um, uh, I think it was kind of the fact that I was listening to you know Weezer, The Mars. Frank Zappa, Rush. I think it was just all these bits and bobs that came together. But I couldn't write anything 
that sounded like them. I couldn't write a Rush song or a Frank Zappa type song. Um, I could write a sort of must type song, but you know, I mean, but people must say we sound like, well, they did say we sounded like people, but I think we're uncategorizable, but I think we were quite different from a lot of um, things that were happening at that time. We certainly sounded, I don't know, sort of slightly fresher and there's quite a lot of quite turgid, um, sort of quite dull guitar, just quite poorly produced and quite boring. The songs were quite good with some of the other bands, you know, like, um, I don't know, Echo Belly or Sleeper or whatever, but the, the music was just really dull. I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. I always had a difficulty categorising. I mean, there's the obvious power pop in terms of being the godfathers thereof. But when, 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 when the Sun EP came out, it was, it was palpably unique and then you know, soon to be followed by the singles and, 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 and the debut. Um, I always fumbled. I, I just wondered, just, just by asking you if you had a slant on it, because I, I always fumbled with it. I just said, uh, if, if uh, you want to be jolted, into, uh, jolted back into life and, and, and re-establish an appreciation of, 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 of a pure pop song, then, then you're barking up the right tree. Mm-hmm. But again, that's... Uh- a tough one. Yeah, uh, I don't know what the question was. <laughs> Talking about uh, the uncategorizability of the band, essentially. Oh, yeah. That's just uh, no, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I, I can't really say. It's it's hard to say too, about that. Too subjective. When you're the writer of it, you know. Absolutely, but what what would you be would you be happy with something? Because at the end of the day, you go into a record shop, and now that depending on how articulate the record shop is, you'll have. You've got punk, you've got post-punk, you've got new wave, you've got electronic, mm. you've, and uh, at the end of the day, you could put a copy of, uh, the, of, of, of every single album into about two, two or three different categories and have multiple copies thereof. Mm. That's yeah, just, I suppose so. You know? um, I mean, I, I think we're probably, if, if I was, I don't know, I mean, I just like to think of us as like a rock band, you know? Yes. I mean, if, if that was going to be anything, You're rock that's band. fine by me. That I, I like rock music, you know? Well, more than what, anything else. <laughs> that's what you are. You're a, you're a guitar rock band, and uh, if if nothing else. Yeah. Now, yeah. now, now, it's well documented in terms of your 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 uh, your love of Rush, and of course we lost we lost Neil Peart quite quite recently. Yeah, um, the, the Xanadu track is, is is a thing of beauty, and I know that you know that. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, any other desires to to take on uh, any any more rush material or is it something that you've already had a crack at because i'd just be really curious to know if there's anything from their catalog that you'd uh, also like to tackle no not really i do remember learning um uh, i think i'm going bald ages ago when i was trying to um when i was sort of uh, bought my first little mini martial amp i remember enjoying playing some of those early tracks yes uh, from the first two albums are um well, is it on the thing I'm going for? Might be on Caressa Steel. Is this on Caressa Steel? But, um, yeah. but it's um, um, they're quite fun to play. You know, they're quite they're not too difficult. Um, so I like those. But no, I think um, the cover the cover um, versions thing is um, is long gone now. I've got too many things of my own to uh, um, to do. Just one. I just wondered if you had anything that you'd already attacked and had had in the can type thing. Just just kicking about. No, um, I, I mean. Things that I've got a very good friend of mine who often comes down here and um, we do a bit of jamming to sort of covers and stuff. But actually, 
he's not big enough Rush fan to, to have done something. I think if we were going to do anything, we'd probably try and do something like Villa Strangiato, ah. something like to, to something really difficult, just to um, just to sort of amuse ourselves, you know. Yeah, yeah, just a, a very difficult instrumental. That'd be cool. That'd be really yeah. cool. Um, now, now I was going to ask you also, um, Richard, Richard, and Paul. Um, I don't want to, to, to go into massive detail, but are you uh, you're in touch with 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 Richard Richard uh, the Skins drummer, obviously. But but uh, what about Richard and Paul? Are you in touch with those those chaps? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we 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 talk all the time. Yeah, yeah. We 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 have a Facebook uh, a WhatsApp group, all four of us. Oh, marvelous! So we're all yeah, we're always in touch all the time. I mean, I I, um, I did the the one of the tracks. Um, I think I put it on SoundCloud, the um, original girl. But I've, I've got another one which I'm going to put on this thing I'm doing, which is <clears throat> with um, not Richard Buxton, not not bass Richard, but the other two. We went to Bath and did some recording just for fun, really, for a weekend. Nice. Uh, I can't remember whether it was last year or the year before. I think it was last year. But we um, we did a few tracks there. Some of them worked okay, um, and one of them's really good. So I, I'll, I'll put that on there. So we do. We do see each other quite a lot. We, he, Richard Drum is supposed to come down here at the second part of Easter, but um, that's that's not going to happen now, unfortunately. But you know, we 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 do um, see each other a lot and keep in touch a lot. Oh, that's lovely. That's really nice to hear that that you're uh, you've still you're still fast friends after after all this time and all the, all that war that's gone under the bridge. Oh God, definitely. Yeah, we never really fell out. No, no. Oh, Craig, I wasn't Craig. I wasn't suggesting that, but it's just it's it's just in, over the course of time, over the course of life. You know, yeah, friend, yeah, friend, friendships dissipate. It's just lovely that you're still still in in the groove when it comes to the the, the four of you being a a, a unit, as, as as it were. Now, yeah, oh, I mean, it's uh, it's probably um, no no uh, no disrespect to Richard uh, bass Richard uh, Buckton, but we I probably see him less. I haven't seen him don't see him much at all, and it's um, it's not really for any other reason than I think he sort of less has less sort of free time to sort of and he's a bit further away. Yeah. Um, but um, but the other three of us, we, we we see each other more. But yeah, that's fantastic. That's nice, great to know. I was going to ask you. Um, uh, just first of all, delighted to be talking to you. I think you can probably surmise that from uh, from, from from the chat that we've had. But um, I was wondering if you'd uh, be so kind as to choose you choose three songs from your entire back catalogue that you would like me to play to surround this feature. A, a good a good cross section in, in 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 the eyes of James. Okay, well, um, um, uh, uh, this and that, right. which is um, <clears throat> the first track I ever did that was in a kind of Silver Sun kind of style when I bought this new pedal and I, I got uh, got this sound that I really liked and wrote that wrote that song. So that one. Lovely. Um, um, uh, then probably. Um, Dead end. Dead end. Dead end. Yes. Um, which I wrote for my friend Paul. Uh, not that he's a dead end, but he was always chasing the wrong people. Oh right. And so I really, I really like that as well. That's one of my favourite songs on there. That's a beauty. And um, probably something like Bubblegum because it's kind of um, on 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 uh, uh, just here because that's kind of that was one of the ones that was after a period of not quite knowing what to do with myself I was getting back into writing decent kind of songs that I was enjoying doing and I think that one really sums up a lot of you know it's quite um, 
context like happy, but it's it's an enjoyable song that I I still like to listen to, and I think it, that's a really good one. Well, it sets the tone. I mean, it's the lead track on the LP, and it sets the tone for the entire ten tracks. It's it's mm, it's, mm, it's, mm. it's yeah. It, but it, I think it, if I had to pick three, those are those are pretty good. Uh, well, the, the thing is, you, there's, there's no bad answer. <laughs> so, but but uh, the, the, these three certainly resonate with myself, and I'm sure with with uh, with, with the fan base, I'm sure that they, they resonate similarly. Um, I've got one last question for you that's unrelated to music, but it's entirely important in terms of its mm. cultural relevance. And it's it's hypothetical. It's as if James and and, and the band you you you're around here after a successful gig, successful gig rather. And uh, you've got a nice hot beverage in your hand, and I come out of the pantry equipped with the magic biscuit tin, and I pose the question to you: What biscuit would you choose on God's green earth, past, present, or even future? What would you plump for? Uh, it's dark chocolate choco leadnitz. Fantastic! You, 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 and Pat Fish from the Jazz Butcher. Say that again. Uh, you and Pat Fish from the Jazz Butcher are the only two that have chosen that particular biscuit. Oh really? Well, um, he's obviously got excellent choice as well, uh, well taste as well. Well, two two excellent artists and two excellent choices in biscuit. That's fantastic. <laughs> I, I've got this uh, r rather flippant uh, infographic of everyone I've ever interviewed adjacent to their biscuit of choice, which I will yeah. I will dutifully email that to you in the next few days. Excellent. I look forward to it. But in the meantime, thank you so much. It's an absolute <laughs> absolute pleasure, and and uh, a lot of us are just delighted that there's the prospect of of some new material. I wish you the very best, personally, and, and, and I hope that uh, you, you get through this difficult time like we all do, and that, uh, and that in the whole scheme of things, you, you are as well as you possibly can be. Thank you. It's, it's, my, it's, well, it's my pleasure. I'll be in touch very soon once we're ready to, uh, to broadcast. All the best, James. Take care of yourself. All right. Thanks a lot. Cheers. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. James Broad, thank you, sir. What a great interview that was. And uh, that's not uh, bigging myself up one iota. That is uh, all down to James. Thanks, sir. One more song, as chosen by you, Bubblegum. <laughs> Yeah, baby, it's the
Silver Sun with Bubblegum, and that is a tune that was released in 2004 as a single and features on the 2005 LP, Disappear Here. To keep track of James Broad and all things Silver Sun, go to soundcloud.com slash Lord Melbury, Lord M-E-L-B-U-R-Y, and there you'll see lots of stuff that James is experimenting with and posting and uh, testing, as it were. Let's hope that there's a new material from them forthcoming. Great stuff. And uh, thanks again, Mr. James Broad. Now, I'll be back next week with an interview either with, I'm deciding uh, how to sequence the interviews I've got in the can. I've got uh, Damien O'Neill, he of The Undertones and of That Petrol Emotion, which is fantastic. Uh, we've got uh, Tim Freeze Green, he uh, being the fourth member of Talk Talk and producer extraordinaire. Uh, and on top of that, who else have I interviewed? Thousand Yard Stare. They're back with a new LP, and uh, that's out at the end of the month. And everything that has been happening in the world of Thousand Yard Stare of late uh, is pointing towards a cracker of a new album by them. And I'll be back next week with more of the same. In the meantime, please be healthy, please look after yourselves, and please recommend the programme to somebody you think might enjoy it or is in need of some musical assistance. All the best, be safe. ta